the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Modern Transgenderism is a Bastard Child of Colliding Evils. Every now and then, you hear a story of ritual female genital mutilation, or FGM, occurring not in just Africa, but right here in America, where half a million girls are presumed to be at risk. Indeed, the average American will likely see this practice as barbaric and criminal. It is a federal crime. Yet, our laws have not stopped the mutilations from occurring. Worldwide, roughly 200 million girls have undergone this non-consensual procedure. But what about when it's sanctioned by the progressive medical professionals and the political left? Enter a relatively new progressive tribal ritual, or PTR, with ecstatic and devout followers mutilating healthy American children, all in the name of transgenderism. This only became a thing in the last 10 to 20 years. Gender dysphoria, the psychiatric term recognized in the American DSM and widely used until only very recently, understood transgender delusions like being trapped in the wrong body, to be able or to be a gender confusion, and demonstrates a severe mental illness. The combination of Islamic body butchers in practice and debaucherous and double-thinking Democrats in ideology make for a dastardly villain. Transgenderism, you're not what's good or righteous. 
New social mores now celebrate what was widely considered a disorder. What changed? Well, diversity, inclusion, and equity happened. The leftist scheme has transformed today's landscape for the worse. Yet, few people are calling out the agenda as a way to wage war against conservatism and American values. Diversity, inclusion, and equity has and will destroy the lives, hopes, and aspirations of more than just a few children and adults. We are bombarded with transgender messaging entirely disproportionate to the general adult population. Recent studies show this number to be around 0.5%. However, with the attainment of protected status under Title VII, all kinds of mischief have become possible, such as, number one, protected classes policy leads to superior and inferior classes. As they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and protecting certain groups inevitably creates a cascade system of sorts. The majority of people who are not in one of these protected classes are left with inferior rights. There is the debate involving trans swimmers, biological males entering races against females. Leah Thomas became the face of this debate when the 220-pound, 6-foot-4 individual decided to swim against women, instantly becoming a champion. Now what rights do women have to compete on their own level playing field. Title IX, the landmark law that guaranteed women the right to compete, never contemplated that failed male athletes could simply opt in to compete against females. But now, that is what has happened. Who's happy about this? Only a tiny subset of people who must hate themselves and every normal person who stands in their way. That's who. Then there is also the other group of social disruptors continually stoking the fires of division who live to destroy the status quo. And now these trans swimmers demand locker room privileges. Young females immediately lost their right to privacy as Leah proudly disrobed with mature male genitalia on display. Do they fear rape or assault? That's not hyperbole. School board officials in Luton County, Virginia, hid the fact that a boy in a skirt sexually assaulted two girls in two different schools. Two, the additional avenue to attack parental rights. All over the country, teachers and school leaders grant superior privacy rights to children instead of parents. Teachers and administrators often undermine parents despite parents' wishes and value systems. This issue is today's out-of-proportion focus on largely made-up gender fluidity. Even worse, teachers and schools take it upon themselves to attempt to arrange secret treatments from therapy to transgender or gender reassignment without a parent's approval. 
Did you know that withholding gender reassignment in some jurisdictions is considered child abuse? Number three, leaving the cult. Have you heard the term detransitioners? What could go wrong when you lop off the normal breasts of a 15-year-old girl or the healthy penis of a 16-year-old boy? Ask yourself why a prepubescent individual would have thoughts of gender confusion. Every parent knows that children with all types of crazy ideas may not think clearly until their brains are formed, fully formed, as late as their mid-twenties. That's pretty much settled science. Why in the world would we be mutilating healthy human beings on what amounts to a whim, or even worse, a political statement? Is it any wonder that more than a few children regret their transition, with some even committing suicide? Even the New York Times couldn't explain the sharp rise in teens who now believe they are transgender. My alternate theory believes young people are fad leaders. Science confirms that children frequently adopt customs like body piercings, tattoos, colored hair, and grungy clothing that they mostly discard as they mature. Unfortunately, many children will eventually feel trapped in a body that's freakish and unrecognizable. Have you ever seen the results of gender-affirming care? Through the lens of history, transgenderism will be understood to have been a terribly wrong idea, hyped and promoted to the detriment of its adherents. Remember Timothy Leary, the 1960s icon known for promoting the widespread use of LSD? There were legions of supporters for his ideas in education, government, and among the avant-garde elites. Millions of our young never recovered. Some checked out permanently. When we compare the damage caused by female genital mutilation, it is starkly similar to the damage we are now doing to our young people with puberty blockers and sex reassignment surgery. To say otherwise highlights the fantastical nature of some who believe we can be whatever sex we want whenever we feel the urge. We must call out the absurdity of that position. Scientific fact and leftist political agendas are not fungible. Too many are cowed into stating that the emperor has no clothes. They fear the mob will attack them, and it frequently does. Once again, this failing of modern journalism delights in reporting the strangest of human preoccupations, giving legitimate status when the science is not proven, or even worse, when real science is ignored in favor of pop science. A horrible example of what is happening with gender confusion is the example of what pop science did with pot smoking. The science is now in, and heavy pot smokers, stoners, have done irreparable harm to their brains, frequently winding up on the public dole and or never obtain the level of accomplishment they would have had they not been potheads. 
Even stronger effects are confirmed by the CDC and the NIH. Where is the mainstream, mainstream investigative reporting? The multi-million dollar grants for harm of transgenderism studies. The national debate on the impact of our children, adults, and economy. It's way past time to question the motives of damage that such massively shared lies cost our country. God bless America. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. We're down to a choice in America. Live free or die. That's the theme of this year's Family and Fellowship Gathering, sponsored by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. As always, this event is held over Labor Day weekend, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. In Old Scotland, when they were facing peril, they would call for a gathering of the clans. Today in America, we need a gathering of our people, the white race, the future of your children and our republic is in danger. It's your choice, either live free or die. All white Christian patriots are invited. That means you, your spouse, and your family. Attendance is free. That's right, I said free. This year, not only is attendance free, but on-site meals are also free. All you need to do is drive here to the Knights Party private property in the beautiful Ozark Mountains in Harrison, Arkansas. While this is a totally free event, you do need to register so we know about how much food to prepare. You can register by calling the Knights Party National Office during regular business hours, which are central standard times. Call 870-427-3414. Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Saturday and Sunday, closed. Also, there is limited cabin space, room for camping, or parking an RV, all provided at no cost. It is that important that you be here. Don't wait. Register today. Okay, uh, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for sticking around through a few uh, ads there. 
uh, we're going to get into some uh, Tuesday evening news articles. But first, I want to bring up uh, bring up something here on the show and bring it to light. Uh, a loyal listener to the show, Tyler P., uh, emailed the show, and you know I never paid any attention, uh, you know, uh, to how the Rust Belt Klansman show has a religious undertone to it. Um, I don't mean undertone in a bad way. Uh, I mean in a good way. Uh, you know, I never really noticed that uh, I bring a lot up about um, God uh, in the show, which uh, to, uh, to me is natural because everything, uh, all actions, uh, lead back to God and God's laws and God's covenants with his chosen people, which is the Israelites spoken of in the Bible. And uh, as whites, these are our ancestors. The Israelites were not Jews. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Tyler, not to put you out on a uh, uh, spot or blast, uh, I want to read uh, Tyler's email. Uh, Tyler said, hello, I just wanted to thank you for making these podcasts. It's very important that we spread the word of God and his teachings and the truth, along with many other appreciate, uh, appreciate uh, all you're doing, and please keep up the good work. Uh, first of all, Tyler, thank you for that very uh, uh, heartfelt uh, email, and I am glad that you are uh, a loyal listener to the show, and I'm glad you interacted with the show. Uh, I don't think I've ever discussed this uh, on the show before. I may have, but um, uh, Tyler got me to thinking. Uh, you know, a lot of times on the show, like suppose I'm talking about um, uh, a non-white race and, you know, how they're a burden to uh, society. And I will say, you know, uh, it's not our fault that God made us superior, uh, and when I say it's not our fault, that sounds like, uh, you know, uh, being the superior race, there's something wrong with that. Uh, so, you know, I got to learn to stop saying that it's not our fault, because uh, it certainly isn't a fault to be of one of God's chosen people. Uh, that is to be uh, hailed uh to be one of God's chosen. That is something that is great. And uh, after reading Tyler's email, I was thinking, you know, I say a lot on this show that it's not our fault uh, that we are superior to other races. And, you know, when I say that, it sounds like I'm thinking or, you know, insinuating that being a superior race, God's chosen, is a bad thing. So i got to quit saying that it's not our fault as whites, uh, you know, how, how these other third world uh, people, uh, low IQ people, live their lives. That's their problem, not ours. Uh, and I had mentioned uh, uh, to Tyler that everything uh, we say or do leads back to God somehow. Uh, even the news here on the Rust Belt Klansman show a lot of the news that I do, uh, you know, I don't just say it's wrong. That I think it's wrong. 
uh, it all boils down to what God says. What, what is God's laws? What was God's covenant to his chosen people, the white race? And I never uh, really noticed that I interject a lot of uh, my religious beliefs uh, into the show, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, but I had told uh, uh, Tyler, I returned his email, and I told him, you know, that I am not a uh, uh, a preacher, or nor am I uh, qualified, I guess, so to say, to preach uh, God's word. But I know what uh, uh, God's laws are. I know what His cov covenants are. I know who we are as the white race, and uh, I inter interject that into the show. Now, uh, the reason that I, I bring this up in uh, uh, this uh, email that uh, Tyler uh, kindly sent to the show is that even the news that I give here on the show, this is this is a uh, news program, a news with commentary, and a lot of the news leads back to Christianity because it's things that's happening in America that are unchristian. And this is a white Christian country. Uh, but anyhow, uh, thank you, Tyler, uh, for making me think, uh, uh, you know, about uh, what you were saying, uh, because that automatically popped into my mind how I'll say on the show, uh, it's not our fault as whites that these other uh, races are inferior. And by fault, that sounds like, you know, uh, that we have some kind of genetic defect or something, but, you know, it's not our fault. And uh, th that is the wrong way to put it, uh, because being one of God's chosen people is nothing at all, nothing at all uh, to be ashamed of. And, uh, uh, you know, by, by me saying it's not our fault about these other races and their IQs and their third world uh, ideologies, uh, it kind of makes it sound like uh, I am apologizing some way uh, or somehow for being white. And that absolutely uh, is uh, not what I'm doing here on the show. Uh, no apologies here on the show. Now, if I say something is wrong and, you know, somebody corrects me, of course, uh, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to learn. Uh, that's all part of growing is learning. And you can learn a lot from other people, a, a lot from other like-minded people. So uh, anyhow, uh, thank you, Tyler, for uh, that email, because uh, that made something click in my mind that I say here on the show that I shouldn't. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we are not at fault for being white. Uh, we are blessed to be white. So uh, we got that straightened out. And uh, also thank you, uh, Tyler, uh, for being a loyal listener to the show. I say this all the time. Uh, if it wasn't for... Uh, my loyal listeners, there wouldn't be a show. Uh, you know, uh, I do this show here to open up people's eyes. Uh, you know, most of your mainstream media news today is filled with lies. Uh, you know, it's so biased, it isn't funny. And it's funny, you know, these leftist places, they will put out news, and, you know, it can be totally idiotic, and people will read it and not catch on to know 
uh, you know, to, to see the BS in it. So that's kind of what I do is uh, bring out the BS of these uh, articles. And hopefully somebody that's listening to the show, maybe they're not a uh, loyal listener. Maybe they're new to the show and he caught a few episodes. But there's a lot of uh, white brothers and sisters out there that, uh, you know, uh, they're on the fence. You know, they maybe uh, they think like we do, but they're afraid. They're afraid that they're the only people or the only person that may think that way and are afraid of being persecuted. Uh, the Bible tells us, as, God, as God's people, we will be persecuted. Uh, Jesus said that we would be persecuted. So, you know, that's just more proof uh, uh, of uh, God's existence. So, uh, uh, you know, that's the reason that I do the show. It's a news and commentary show, but... Uh, you know, I, I do uh, uh, resort to uh, a lot of my uh, religious beliefs and explain uh, my religious beliefs on the show, and I never took notice to that. Uh, I never took notice. It took me by total surprise that Tyler said he, he, he enjoyed the uh, Christian base of the show. And I was, you know, uh, I was thinking to myself, the Christian base? Uh, I do news and commentary, but, you know, it, it clicked then that, you know, uh, news articles uh, and a lot of news articles actually show how America, uh, how white Americans have turned their back on God. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to uh, fix things by not repenting. Uh, the Israelites, our ancestors, uh, any time in the Bible that they turned their backs to God, God punished them. You know, they suffered. And that's what's happening in America today. Many people have turned their backs on God. Uh, America is getting so far away from God that it isn't funny. And until we repent for tolerating this sexual deviancy, uh, this race mixing that's rampant in America, until we repent for doing so. And I'm not saying myself doing so, the people that are doing it. Until they repent, and until we repent for tolerating it, this isn't getting better in America. And by tolerating, uh, I always say this, because I don't want blamed for... Uh, uh, encouraging vigilante violence because I don't condone that. Uh, the left wants us to act out like that, just like January 6th, so they can wipe out a bunch of us, throw us in prison, and you know, uh, lock us up through the key away. That's what they want. Uh, we we don't have to resort to vigilante violence. We need to take it to God. We need to repent for tolerating. Uh, such things in America and use our voices to make that change. And, you know, a lot of people uh, that I talk to, they say, well, what do you think? You, th you think we're going to vote our way out of this or talk our way out of this? Uh, we're way beyond uh, anything like that. We have to go to war. We have to do this. We have to do that. And no, we don't. Look at uh, Bud Light. They supported a, uh, a transgender, a homosexual. They're the next thing to bankrupt. 
Look at Target. Target's losing billions as well. So uh, our voices are powerful. Our actions are powerful. When we quit supporting these uh, 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 homosexuals uh, and these homosexual supporters, we can make change. So uh, anyhow, uh, uh, I just wanted to say that before I get into the news. The first couple articles I have here for this Tuesday evening deal with, uh, you know, why some of this stuff is happening in America. You know, the people that we look to that we should be able to trust, like our government, um, uh, our health officials, that we should be able to trust are uh, lying to us. Uh, they're making up this fantasy world to cater to uh, these homosexuals. This is what I mean by tolerating. People that we trust, and you know, what do we expect when uh, Biden hired, uh, I think it's assistant medical something within the government, and it's Richard Levine, a dude that dresses like a woman and goes by Rachel. Rachel Levine is Richard Levine. So, you know, when we have these types of people in uh, uh, health positions, uh, you know, that's not good. Okay, uh, here, perfect example of why we have this in America. This comes from the New York Post. The headline is, CDC gives guidance for trans people chest-feeding kids, accused of failing to consider possible health risks. Now we are to believe that uh, uh, men can breastfeed babies. Where did this idea come from? I have no idea. It's not biblical. Uh, it's not biblical at all. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention official website published advice for trans and non-binary individuals on seeking guidance on how to chest feed their infants. Can you imagine just a few short years ago if a woman's husband was out in public somewhere and was uh, chest feeding the child? Do you know how quick children and youth services would have swooped in to take that child and uh, imprison the parents for such actions? Just a few short years ago, that's what would happen. Today, we're supposed to embrace and believe uh, this BS. Uh, in sections of the Major Health Institute's guidance on breastfeeding, it contained information for those who have had much of their breasts removed in gender reassignment surgeries, or for biological men taking hormones to grow breasts on how to feed their newborn children. Why, how does this make any sense? Okay, you have a man and a woman. The woman, she decides she wants to be a man, and the man decides he wants to be a woman, and they have a union together. Now, all of a sudden, men are having babies, uh, uh, men can breastfeed children, and all this malarkey. Why not keep 
the sex you are and enter that union as something that God created. Why do you have to twist that around? It makes no sense. Uh, uh, this is uh, 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 nothing less than Satanism. This is a uh, this is the satanic rebellion. Uh, it is a satanic rebellion and attack on white Christian people right here in our own country, and we tolerate this stuff. Uh, the article continues here. However, several doctors criticized the guidance, not simply because the CDC has appeared to guide biological men and how to breastfeed children, but because they claim the CDC has failed to gauge the risks posed to children drinking milk produced by chemicals used in gender reassignment medical operations. So there... Um, I guess a man can take uh, uh, hormones to grow breasts. I guess they can uh, inject them with more hormones to lactate. And then here you have this genetic modified breast milk that you give to your children. Seriously? You know, uh, not too long ago, you know, there's many baby formulas and uh, things out like that. And, uh, you know, at one time, uh, uh, babies were fed uh, canned milk. Canned milk. I, I actually believe uh, my oldest sister was probably raised on uh, canned milk. Now, uh, if you would try to uh, feed your child canned milk, again, CYS would swoop in there to take that child and uh, 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 imprison you for such a thing. But it's okay for a man to take hormones to grow breasts. It's okay to take more hormones to lactate and then give this genetic mutated milk to a baby. Unbelievable. Can you imagine the damage that this is going to do to these children that are, that are um, uh, uh, being breastfed? Genetic, genetically altered uh, uh, breast milk. Can you imagine what the child is going to think when he when he grows up and he finds you know it used to be a shock that a child uh, if they were adopted, you know, and once they got so old that the child found out they were adopted, and uh, this come to a complete uh, come as a complete shock to some of these children. Imagine when to, uh, today's children growing up. When they find out mom's really dad and dad's mom, can you can you imagine the, the craziness? Uh, here's here's another uh, uh, article that uh, kind of goes well it does go uh, with the commentary. This one comes from Fox News. The headline to this one is: Women's Health CEO pushes gender inclusive pads. For everyone who menstruates. Uh, for everyone who menstruates. Well, that would be females. Correct? It sure isn't men. Men don't menstruate. You know, I don't care how many chemicals and hormones they give a man. Uh, he is not going to menstruate. He doesn't have a uterus. 
So, uh, you know, that's impossible. So, this, this idea of paths for everyone, here again, is the, the, the nonsense ideology that a woman can dress as a man, and then that makes, because this woman says she's a man, that makes her a man that menstruates. Seriously? You know, th this is so, so crazy. Uh, you have to actually sit back and wonder, how did we ever get here? What happened? Uh, seriously. Uh, this ass clown, uh, during the latest episode of CBS Mornings, the network show brought on the founder of a feminine products brand named August that prides itself on producing menstruation pads for menstruators of all genders. Menstruators of all genders. You know, uh, that reminds me of the uh, story uh, in the Bible where the woman, uh, she had that, uh, uh, she menstruated for, you know, all the time. I forget uh, how long it actually was. But uh, she ran up and she touched the robe of Jesus as he walked by and he automatically sensed that this woman touched him and he healed her. Could you imagine a story in the Bible that would say about a man menstruating to touch Jesus' robe and uh, 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 she stopped her continual cycle, constant cycle? You know, back, back to biblical facts. Uh, I can see, now, uh, Tyler, I can see why he got... Uh, you know, about bringing God into the show, which, I, you know, I didn't notice I did that so much that somebody else would notice it. But everything that we talk about that's problems in America always back to things that we're doing against God and tolerating and allowing to happen against God. Why wouldn't uh, God punish us? You know, now there are uh, people like myself, uh, my listeners, unless they're enemies to the white race that listen to the show. I know you do. Uh, uh, but like-minded people, like myself, my listeners, you know, we don't support this stuff. We don't condone it, and we don't tolerate it. But what we need to do is get all of our white brothers and sisters on track to say, this is enough. This is white Christian America, and we will not let Satan take over our God-given inheritance, which is America. That's what needs done. You know, uh, this whole crazy idea uh, of this transgender, homosexual, race-mixing garbage doesn't belong in a white Christian country, and we've allowed it to enter. You know, it was a little bit at a time. For, you know, uh, I don't know what year it was, uh, but many years ago, they stopped prayer in schools. Now, when I went to school, we said prayer, and uh, we also said the Pledge of Allegiance. We stood with our hands over our hearts and said the Pledge of Allegiance before we had any classes. Once God was taken out of the schools, this uh, stuff started seeping in, you know, to kids, and, and we didn't really notice it 
uh, right away because it was very subtle. Uh, it was being done in a, a, a sneaky manner. And now that we've allowed it for so long, it's accelerated. Uh, if you don't believe me, look, look. Five years ago, were there queers reading to uh, children? Uh, uh, were there uh, queer men dressed as women? Were there transvestites reading to your children in school with their balls hanging out? Was there just five years ago? No. But because we tolerated it, they're, they're pushing. They're pushing to see how much we're going to tolerate. And hopefully, just like the deal with uh, Bud Light, uh, with Target, we need to run these places out of America. Quit buying their products. They're not going to survive if you don't buy their products. Let them go to another country and set up shop, but get the hell out of our white Christian country. Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, give me one second here. I thought I had... Uh, Uh, more than just those two articles. Uh, one second. Oh, well, okay. Uh, we'll talk about this. Uh, in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, there was a shooter uh, and we know the uh, theory that's pushed to the public that, you know, the only people that can be mass shooters are white males. Uh, that is what is, uh, well, white uh, heterosexual males. We'll put it that way. That's the BS that we're told. Um, I have two articles here. Uh, bear with me, because there, I have two, and they're both really uh, important uh, to do together. Okay. Here is the first one about this uh, shooter in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, this comes from Yahoo News. The first news source that I saw that it was on was The Advocate, which is an all-homosexual uh, news source. Now, trust me, I don't have uh, uh, on my uh, oh, electronics, I don't sit and read homosexual news. Uh, these are things that pop up into my feed. I have a smart app that the news that I pick out to do on the show, once it learns the type of uh, news you get that sends you a customized uh, news feed. Uh, so I get a lot of the news uh, about what's going on with homosexuals. And, and this one originally come from the news source, The Advocate, which, was, uh, which is an all-homosexual news source. Now, this shooter, they're trying to make it seem like, uh, you know, he, he wasn't a, a queer uh, like he wasn't a Black Lives Matter supporter. When there's proof. The headline is, right-wingers push lie that Philly shooting suspect 
was trans Black Lives Matter supporter. Now, when we get to the next article, you're going to see the facts, and that is uh, what this person is. Uh, but here, uh, right-wing politicians, media, and activists are pushing a false claim that the suspect in Monday's mass shooting in Philadelphia is transgender and politically liberal. Gunman, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, this is a headline that was ran in the New York Post. Gunman arrested for Philadelphia mass shooting that left five dead as a Black Lives Matter activist who wore women's clothes uh, trumpeted a headline in the New York Post. Now keep in mind, this is um, uh, trying to cover up the fact that this uh, person is a Black Lives Matter supporter and queer. Uh, they're saying right-wingers just took this news and uh, flew with it. Maybe somebody did, but I don't. I go by what I read and what the facts are. Uh, I'm not a, uh, uh, a white uh, or a right-wing, uh, uh, how do I put it, extremist to where I got to make up stuff like the left does. I don't have to make up stuff to do the news. I don't have to try, try to blow smoke up your ass when I do the news. I give you the facts and what's going on. Uh, here, now this, is uh, uh, trying to say that this wasn't true. Um, the conservative tabloid went on to note the suspect, Tim Brady Carriker, had two pictures on his Facebook page of him wearing a brassiere and other female-appearing clothing, and that he had posts that supported Black Lives Matter. Uh, Anti-LGBTQ plus congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted another trans shooter and shared an article from the Post Millennial, a far-right blog, with information similar to the Post. Chaya Ratchik, who runs the anti-trans lives of TikTok, tweeted, the mass shooter in Philadelphia is trans. Now, see what happened is this broke the uh, stereotype that all mass shooters are white uh, heterosexual males. This is what the narrative, this is what the mainstream media wants, wants you to believe. You know, they try to make the white heterosexual male uh, look like the problem in America is what they tried to do. And they'll even get down to uh, 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 printing BS cover stories for things that, that actually happened. Uh, this is what I mean. Uh, how, uh, I don't know how to say it, how, how news places or how media in general and our government will try to take things out of proportion and twist things around to put the blame on the innocent people. You know, everything that happens in America is caused by white supremacists. Uh, everything bad that happens in America is uh, because of uh, uh, racists. We're called racists. This is a white Christian nation. You know, how can whites in their own white Christian nation be called racist. 
seriously? Can you imagine as a white person going to Africa, uh, uh, getting into the jungle and uh, running into a tribe of Zulus or uh, something like that, and you look at them and tell them uh, that they're racist? Do you know what would happen? Your head would be shrunken, stuck on the end of a stick, planted so far back in the jungle that they would have to pipe in sunshine. Here in America, we're supposed to accept the fact that non-whites don't like us. You don't have to like me. I, if you're non-white, I could care less if you like me. Feelings are mutual. But don't go running your mouth in my white Christian country of how unhappy you are. If you're unhappy, get the hell out. Go. Who cares? We don't need you. Do you realize, and, uh, and I'll just use the black race uh, for example, because I have the statistics, and then just wait until uh, uh, the, the open border here. Wait till this uh, uh, non-white people start committing crimes. But we'll just use the black uh, race, for example. Do you know that 13% of America is black? That's it, 13%. But, you know, you turn on the news and you see all these black crimes and stuff. You would think that America is mostly black, which isn't true. It's 13%. You know why it looks like there are so many blacks in America? Because that 13% commits 56% of our crime. So, you know, all these unhappy black people, if they would pack their bags and go back to the motherland, that day, America's crime would drop 56%. 56%. So you would think that these ignorant blacks, you know, we should be told thank you because we didn't have to share from our blessings, our basket of blessings given to, given to us as God's chosen. We didn't have to share those. And we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. Because this is what it got us. Ungratefulness. And I got a great story uh, here in a little bit to show you just how ungrateful uh, some of these black people are. But anyhow, you would think that we would be getting a thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing uh, your technology, uh, your education, which... When you have a race with an average IQ of 70, uh, you know, they can spend 16 years in, uh, to get a 12-year education and still come out with the uh, uh, aptitude of a, a third grader or a second grader. But, you know, the schools are there. You know, uh, if, if some of these black people would apply themselves in school, they could get, you know, half-decent jobs. Uh, I don't see them churning out any uh, brain surgeons or anything like that. And, you know, I, the first thing somebody will say to me there, too, is, well, I know so-and-so, uh, so he's black, and uh, uh, he has a real good job. Uh, uh, he's actually pretty smart. Now, when I hear that, I think, well, you know, maybe somewhere down the line, uh, there is some white blood mixed in with that. 
And if not, well, okay. But the facts are that the blacks in America that do work and pay taxes, they don't cover for the burden of the whole 13%. So, you know, uh, I don't care how many black people you know that have jobs. As a whole, their tax dollars don't pay the welfare, the medical, the education for 13% uh, black race in America. It doesn't cover it. So, uh, you know, it's not wrong to say that the black race is a burden on society, especially at over half of our crime at, at, at 13%. You think, let that sink in. 13% causes over 50% uh, of our crimes. Uh, well, in here, uh, back, I got kind of got off on that. I apologize. Uh, back to this story, this uh, Philadelphia shooter, a black transgender, uh, transgender, transgender, Black Lives Matter supporter. You have a queer outlet saying that uh, right-wingers are running with this and posting lies. Now, let's see what the facts are. Let's see what the facts are and see if this is lies. The deadly mass shooting in Philly on Monday night, which the media hyped on the hope the shooter was a white guy, was allegedly carried out by a 40-year-old black transgender, Black Lives Matter supporter, Kim Brady Watson, character. Uh, there, there you go, uh, you know, uh, with the hype and hope that it was a white guy. And it wasn't. And a lot of times it's not. Uh, from, the, uh, from the New York Post, gunmen arrested for Philadelphia mass shooting, which left five dead, is Black Lives Matter activists who wore women's clothing, uh, say the sources, on his Facebook page. This is this guy's Facebook page. Uh, I, lost, I lost my spot. Okay, on, on this guy's Facebook page, Carriker posted two pictures of him wearing a bra, a women's top, and earrings with his hair braided long in March, three months before the alleged shooting. Now, uh, this article really doesn't get into the uh, Black Lives Matter support stuff, but uh, the, the article that I saw, the, the other article that I had, uh, it said about his ties, uh, with Black Lives Matter. And here the guy posted pictures of himself on Facebook in drag. And you have a queer news source saying that uh, right-wingers are lying uh, about the um, uh, truth about this transgender shooter. You know, when he has it on his fake Facebook page, you know, when you get on social media and you plaster your whole life, on social media. Sometimes that will come back to haunt you. Now, uh, here, it doesn't fit the typical uh, mainstream media and government agenda that mass shooters are all white men. So, you know, here, you, you got mainstream media trying to cover up something that the proof is right there in front of their noses. 
The truth is there. Uh, did a right winger uh, get on uh, this uh, uh, character's uh, Facebook page and post pictures of the the dude in drag? Did a right winger do that? No, the shooter did. The queer shooter, the queer Black Lives Matter shooter, posted this to his own Facebook page. So how in the hell could you have some other uh, a queer news source trying to uh, say that uh, right wingers are lying? You know, that really irritates me when uh, someone will call me a liar when the proof is, uh, you know, right there. The, the proof is there. Good grief. Uh, let's see if I have anything else. Uh, we may be switching gears here. Uh, here, you know, this is something else. I can't stand uh, people that don't have the guts. You know, they'll come out and they'll say something, and then they'll turn around with their tail between their legs and show just how hypocritical they are, that they are no different than uh, the homosexual pushing uh companies themselves. Uh, not too long ago when uh, Bud Light decided that they thought it would be a good idea to put a homosexual on a beer can or support a homosexual, uh, they're near bankrupt. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw the article back when that happened, but Kid Rock, uh, the singer Kid Rock, uh, it showed him out in, I don't know if it was his backyard or what, and uh, he was shooting up cases of Budweiser. He was all against Budweiser. Uh, you know, uh, this is wrong to, to, to support uh, Budweiser. All for it. And it was all BS. It was all a show. It was all a smoke and scream. All of it. This article comes from the New York Post. Guess what? Kid Rock reportedly selling Bud Light at his bar again after shooting up cans in a viral video. Uh, it, I don't even have to really get into the story here because I see the pictures, and it is absolutely true. Uh, there's pictures there of the menu. There's pictures of the bar. There's pictures of Bud Light bottles setting on the bar. So everything that Kid Rock said that he was against was a lie. It was all BS. Uh, I don't understand how these corporations, I think it's, uh, uh, well, the, uh, the commentaries there said that um, uh, the percent of transgender people in America is a half a percent. I think the people that, um, the statistics are, uh, the percent of people that uh, consider themselves uh, gay, homosexuals, is 7%. So why would a corporation promote 7%, percent, 7.5% of the population? Well, that 7% probably includes the half percent of uh, transvestites. So we'll say 7%. Why would these corporations for sales from 7% of the population? Who, who comes up with these ideas? What business mind could say to themselves, 
Let's cap on 93% of the population. Let's get these 7% on board to buy our products, to buy our beer, and then it has 7%. And when the fad wears off and white Christian America says we've had enough of the homosexuality and it's, it's put an end to in America, there would stand all these uh, uh, corporate places with no supporters. So when I say we can make change without vigilante violence, there's how we do it. You know, there's Bud Light ready to go bankrupt. Uh, I forget how many billions Target lost. Keep to your guns and keep pushing. Don't be a kid rock. Don't come out and say something thinking you're cool and put yourself in the spotlight like you're some great patriot and then turn around and kick white America in the teeth again or kick Christians in the teeth again. And that's exactly what Kid Rock did. Exactly. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people uh, in America uh, that do, do the same thing, even uh, uh, some white people. And, you know, that, that is so, I, I, I remember when uh, uh, Fentanyl Floyd overdosed under the knee of a white police officer there in 2020, and uh, uh, 13% of the uh, uh, population decided to destroy cities, you know, burn cities to the ground, loot stores empty, uh, uh, pull people from their vehicles and uh, uh, beat the hell out of them, uh, block major highways all in the name of a junkie that overdosed. I don't understand how so many white people can side with people like that. With, with, with third world mentality people and unfortunately well besides your Antifa they're just agitators to begin with. But there were actually, you know, mud sharks out there with their fists in the air for uh, Black Lives Matter, which I got news for you there, too, if you're a mud shark. We don't need you either. Uh, you're actually worse than a, 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 a straight-up black person because you've just committed bestiality by laying with a beast. You know, uh, and it, I couldn't believe... Well... I can't say I couldn't believe it. I believed it. But I remember I felt, uh, you know, I, I saw this and I saw white people uh, siding with Black Lives Matter, destroying our cities. And, you know, that kind of shook me. Uh, to say it made me sad uh, is an understatement. So, you know, when I see people siding with things that um, go against God's laws, and that's two of the biggest sins spoken of in the Bible. Miscegenation, which is race mixing, and homosexuality. Um, you know, a lot of people don't get, uh, we, we, you know, uh, people will ask me, well, how, how do you figure miscegenation is a sin? Well, it goes back to the flood. You know why Noah and his family were saved? Do you know why? Because they were actually the only people left 
that hadn't tainted their blood with non-whites. That's why uh, Noah and his family were saved. See, they don't teach you that. You know, the Jews twisted version of the Bible. They don't want you to know that. Because, see, the Jew pushes miscegenation. Blacks are puppets to the Jews, and blacks, is, they, they had to pick the stupidest race. You know, a race that wouldn't catch on, that they're pawns, that they're being used. And voila, they're the black race, a perfect, a perfect race uh, for the Jews to mold. Uh, but anyhow, that, that, that's why Noah's family was saved. Two of the biggest sins in the Bible, race mixing and homosexuality. All right at the front of the Bible. All right there at the front. Uh, let's see. Man, anyhow, uh, it, when I see someone like Kid Rock, I, I just shake my head. You know, um, if you're going to say you're in the fight, then be in it. You know, don't talk the talk if you're not going to walk the walk. Because that just makes you look sillier. You know, there was everybody when Kid Rock was shooting up the uh, Bud Light cans, like, yes, somebody's standing up for the little people. You know, because there's Kid Rock making thousands. Uh, you know, he is an idol uh, uh, to a lot of people. So there's the peasantry, all happy. Yes, there's somebody standing up for us that is somebody to turn around and, and uh, uh, puss out. Unbelievable. Oh, let's see. Oh, here, this one kind of went with the uh, 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 commentary. Get this. Uh, this comes from the Daily Mail, and the headline is, Transgender Pedophile 66 Spared Jail After Case Was Delayed. Wonder what delayed it? Let's find out. A transgender pedophile caught in possession of indecent images of children has been spared jail after discussions over whether she should be housed in a male or female prison delayed her case. Former prison worker Tanya Howells, 66, was told by magistrates that the offenses would normally attract immediate custody but they made the unusual decision to suspend her 12-month jail term after the debate caused a time lag. House, who is identified in court documents as female and referred to in court by female pronouns, previously admitted three charges of possessing indecent images of children, including 39 of the most serious category, a photograph, uh, on February 19th of 2020. Uh, David Campbell Bannerman, a Norfolk-based former conservative MP, slammed the decision as unduly lenient, questioning the reason behind the suspended term. Now, this is saying she in here. This is a dude dressed in drag. He is, this is a transvestite we're talking about. We're not talking about a she. This is a he, through and through, a transvestite. Um, simple, you know... A kindergartner could figure this out, what prison to put this uh, homosexual in. Whatever you're born as. 
uh, you know, uh, maybe this pedophile was afraid to go to a, man, uh, a men's prison. Because I'm sure you don't want to go to prison and uh, in a male prison and say you're a female. But this is where this uh, scumbag, this pedophile should have been. Now, I th this was in the UK, but still, this is where that scumbag, this pedophile should have been a male prison. Uh, if he got raped every day, he was getting what he deserved. Justice served. You know, uh, uh, any pedophile is it, uh, because here they were just caught with, um, indecent pictures. But what else have they done against children in their life? This person's 66. So I'm sure more, uh, uh, pedophilia and more serious crimes were uh, done by this transvestite, this homosexual male. But to let them go free because they don't know where to house them. I mean, what, what is that? You know, uh, how hard would it be to look at a birth certificate? Whatever's on your birth certificate, that's what prison you go to. It's crazy. You know, what, what, okay, what would happen if, say, uh, suppose, uh, okay, I'll use myself for example. Suppose I go in and I rob a bank, which I would never do, but this is just theoretical speaking here. Suppose I would go in and I'd rob a bank. Now I'm a male, they would have a description of me and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so you know you wouldn't get away with it, they would find you. But what, if, what would happen if, when the police come knocking to your door, what would happen if I threw on a dress and said, I'm Paula, I'm not Paul anymore. Uh, I'm not responsible for what Paul did yesterday. If Paul robbed a bank, that's not on me, I'm Pauline. This is kind of what, what is going on here with this uh, pedophile's uh, jail term. It's the same uh, uh, thing. Uh, who did that song? Uh, it's a mixed up, effed up world. Lola, uh, the, the Clash. This is where we are today. I wonder if they knew uh, when they did that song uh, what this world was coming to. Kind of makes you wonder. But anyhow, a 66-year-old chat in the UK gets off because he's a transvestite and they don't know what kind of a prison to put him in. Uh, you know, that is a perfect case of a broken judicial system when they can't figure out what a person's sex is and sets them free. A pedophile yet to boot. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah, let's see what else I have here. Uh, I'm going to uh, go over this story. I have to find this here uh, on another device to uh, read it. Give me one second. Okay, you, uh, I don't know if you heard or not, but Ben and Jerry's uh, over the 4th of July uh, insinuated that we all lived on stolen land, that we took it from the wagon burners, that we took it. Uh, you know, uh, so many people believe 
uh, this BS that we just came here and we're so savage to the Indians and took everything. You know, uh, they got reservations. They're lucky to have that. They're lucky to have that because in battle and in war, uh, how many people or places do you know go to war and then they'll house the people they were at war with? How many? Think about that. Uh, and everybody looks at these Indians like such innocent people. That probably all started out, remember years ago on TV, that commercial, uh, they had the Indians standing on the side of the road, and there was a, a candy wrapper laying on the road, and uh, he was crying about it. Uh, this was all propaganda clear back then to get people to pity the Indians. Clear back then, when that commercial, I think that was in the 70s. Uh, the potted version of the nation's history favored by the likes of Ben and Jerry's is meant to delegitimize the United States. Ben and Jerry's ice cream wants the United States to return the Black Hills to the Lakota. Which raises the question, once this transfer takes place, will the Lakota turn around and give the Black Hills back to the tribes they took it from? Oh, Oh, what's this saying? That the Lakota stole the Black Hills from another tribe? Hmm. Sounds kind of like a territorial war, don't it? Uh, it's never been a good idea to get history lessons from an ice cream maker with a hippie vibe that sold out to a multinational conglomerate long ago. But the Ben & Jerry's July 4th condemnation of the United States as founded on stolen indigenous land as a common enough hostile interpretation of our past that is worth dwelling on. Uh, then it, it gets into this, and I don't believe this myself here. Uh, there is no doubt that our dealings with Native Americans were characterized by brutality, land hunger, and duplicity, and constitute one of the nation's foremost sins. I don't believe that. Like I said, they're lucky that we let them even stay here. How many other countries uh, go to war or are invaded and they let the enemy stay there? Let alone uh, set them up places to live, their, their reservations. Is it our fault that they're drunks? That their reservations look like little third world country uh, places? I didn't make them drunks. You didn't make them drunks. You know, what they make out whatever they're, they, they make their life what they made it, not us. We gave them stuff more than they deserved because they pissed it away. That's not on us. That's not on us at all. Um, and it, it, it's not a sin either. You know, here they characterize this as a sin. America is a God-given inheritance to his chosen people, the white race. So it wasn't a sin to take it. You had the Indian tribes here taking uh, territorial or territories from each other. Well, whites are warriors. Aryans are warriors. We come and took it from all of them. We rid them. Uh, of their diseases. 
We tried to civilize them, and this is what we get. The same is with the black race. This is what we get. Instead of a thank you, we get kicked to the teeth. They want more. Um, the problem with the Ben and Jerry's view, which is considered a truism on the left, is that it is immune to completely, it is immune to complexity and rests on a historical, ultimately condescending belief in the inherent innocence and peacefulness of Native Americans. Consider the Lakota, like many other tribes we encountered on the plains, they were relatively newcomers to the area, getting pushed westward by the intertribal warfare and establishing themselves there by force as well. Kind of like we did. We didn't do anything that the Indians weren't already doing to themselves. And look how much we, uh, how better we made uh, America. Imagine if uh, the Indians would have been left here to their own devices. They would have become extinct because they would have killed every animal uh, that there is to eat. Um, it says, uh, a counter to the Satrine romance of such depictions as the famous Kevin Costner movie, Dances with Wolves, Native American society was red in tooth and claw. Native Americans weren't simplistic archetypes, but real people prone to all the usual flaws of human nature, including hatred, greed, and violence. The Ben and Jerry's July 4th message refers to the Lakota fighting to keep colonizers off their land without any mention of the fact that just a short time before, they were the colonizers. Um... Uh, as Elliot West notes in his new book, Continental Reckoning, the American West in the Age of Expansion, the advent of a horse culture among various Native American tribes made the Great Plains and Southwest a killing field of warfare and disease. Two great coalitions, Cheyennes and Arapathos, and Lakota north of the Arkansas River, and Comanches and Kawas south of it clashed bitterly until making peace in 1840. Then, both preyed on centenary peoples on the fringes, West writes. Devastating smallpox epidemics, slaughters, and raids, and counter-raids, were dismayingly routine features of this region long before the United States was a contender for dominance. Uh, so, you know, I'm not even going to get into that uh, uh, article anymore. But the whole idea that, you know, uh, uh, we come here and stole this land from the Indians simply isn't true. We did, we came here and did the same thing they did. We fought for territory, and this was our, why do you think we won? We won by God's hand, because this is, America is an inheritance from God. Our, our uh, footsteps can be traced clear back to the biblical Israelites. Our tracks can be traced clear to the shores of America. That is a fact. So, you know, uh, how many times in the Bible did you see uh, 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 where Israelites fought for land and conquered places? 
and things like that. You know, getting America was no different. Um, God gave us America as a gift, as an inheritance. So why wouldn't have we fought and taken it? It was ours to take to begin with. So, oh, let's see. Okay. Um, I am going to uh, close out with this. I, I said earlier in the show that I had an article that is, uh, oh, well, let me find it here. Well, here we go. I have done stories on here about black people taking a knee to our anthem. I have done stories here of blacks um, denouncing white America. Even our government denounces uh, white America. And, you know, so far... Well, you know, uh, to me, if you can't stand and put your hand over your heart for the national anthem, you don't belong here. Get the hell out. You can be put out forcefully. Uh, you know, if you're not go okay, go to another country and disrespect that country. Go to another non-white country and spit in their face and see what happens to you. You know, if you don't like it here, leave. And uh, uh, this comes from the American Military News, and uh, this is a black female pig. I call this person a pig because that is exactly what they are, and what they did is unforgivable. This goes beyond taking a knee to our anthem. This goes beyond calling America trash, like the uh, uh, another WNBA female said over the fourth, America is trash. Well, and then what was funny, somebody else offered her a ticket to China, uh, Russia, anywhere she wanted to go. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, I wonder if she took, took up on that. Uh, you know, Brittany Greer thought America was such a horrible place, too. So we traded uh, the merchant of death just to bring her black ass back here. Seriously? And I said from day one, who cares she's in Russian prison? Don't take for granted that the race card in America works everywhere. You look at the laws of other countries. She broke the laws by taking drugs into Russia. She should still be in a Russian prison. She shouldn't be here in America. Now all of a sudden, there she loves America. But we trade the merchant of death for an ungrateful uh, black person. This goes even beyond that. The headline is, National Anthem Lyrics Changed to Home of the Slave and Grammy Winner's Performance. That's right. Now, okay, here we had blacks. We've had them take a knee to the National Anthem. We have had them come up with their own uh, National Anthem, a black National Anthem, which is a joke. We don't need two. Uh, what we need is to get the people that aren't uh, uh, happy here or, or aren't grateful. What we need is to get them the hell out of the country. Not you come up with a black national anthem, which, you know, I thought that was BS. And I don't think it flew over anyhow. 
but here to cha actually change the words to our national anthem. This pig with the Grammy Award, a Grammy Award winning singer, and she wants to sing a bitch about black people, uh, how bad they have it in America? Does she look oppressed? Quite frankly, she looks like she eats pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. I would guess her weight at probably 400 pounds, maybe more. Um, Butt-ass ugly, but still a Grammy Award-winning singer. Let's get to this. Grammy Award-winning singer Jill Scott changed the lyrics to the Star-Spangled Banner to criticize the United States during a recent performance at Essence Fest. The move sparked backlash on social media. Now, before I read you how she changed the lyrics to the National Anthem, I'm going to play you her version of the National Anthem. Listen to this. for the shoddy sound there uh, uh, on that uh, uh, audio piece, but you can hear it. Uh, if you didn't understand what this pig changed our national anthem to, here, I'll read you some of it. Scott changed the lyrics of the beloved national anthem from Oh, Can You See by the Dawn's Early Light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. She changed it to, oh, C, 
say, can you see the blood in the streets that this place doesn't smile on you, colored child? Now, number one, the blood in the streets. Here, here is a fact. There is more black-on-black -black crime than white-on-black, law enforcement on black, and other assorted non-whites on black combined. There is more black-on-black -black crime. So any blood in the streets that this pig is sing, uh, singing about has to be from her own people. Plain and simple. Doesn't smile on you, colored child. Wasn't this pig a child at one time? Didn't this pig uh, just win a Grammy Award? How could she say that this place doesn't smile on you, colored child? The only people that oppress black people are black people themselves. Plain and simple. The statistics show that. And that whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands, the lyrics continued. But we'll die in this place and our memory erased. Oh, say, does this truth hold any weight? This is not the land of the free, but the home of the slaves. Where do these black people get that they built America? How did they get they built America? These low IQ, uh, I can't say this on uh, 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 family-friendly radio, but how do these um, ungrateful, burdenous, black cloud of a people say that they built this land? You know, with an average IQ of 70 in the black race, these people couldn't have built a pencil eraser, let alone build America. Look at their people in Africa. They live in mud huts, drink out of mud puddles, wear loincloths and spear whatever they can get for supper. Yet here they claim that they built America? Where the hell did they get that? Where the hell did they get that? They can't, they couldn't build their own lives. They rely on whitey for everything. So to say that they built America, what a disgrace. That's your typical black attitude, though. You can be the dirtiest, grungiest, uh, criminal black person and hail yourself as a hero. Nah, you know who I'm going to. George Floyd, hailed as a hero across America. He was a drug-abusing criminal. Let's not forget how law enforcement even encountered George Floyd. He was trying to pass a counterfeit $20 bill for a pack of cigarettes. Now, he had fentanyl and methamphetamine in his system. So, you know, uh, the black junkie, he had money to get himself all doped up, but not, not money for a pack of cigarettes. Have to pull something shady, uh, you know, get that pack of cigarettes, because he spent all of his money on dope. Let's not forget, he was behind the wheel of a truck. So there he was, driving around, high as a kite, 
on our streets with children in them high as a kite. Why isn't that ever brought up? Why is that ever brought up? Never. Never heard it. He did three stints in prison. Uh, one for cocaine. I think that was sales. And he did two, two stints in prison for home invasions. One of a pregnant woman. This is a black hero. This is what this is who their heroes are. You know, what can you expect from a people that their heroes are criminal junkies? And another big one that we even celebrate the holiday of here in America is Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King was a communist womanizer, drug abusing uh pig. Plain and simple. Did you ever hear the story? And I'm sure you haven't. Well, maybe some of my listeners have, because we educate ourselves. That Martin Luther King sat and watched two of his black friends rape a white woman? And here we have a holiday for this pig in America. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, you know, to stand... Sing, you know, uh, they butcher our national anthem anytime they sing it. Anyhow, uh, it's like screeching. Uh, I don't know if that goes back to the days of swinging vine to vine or where it comes from, uh, but it, it's screeching. It's long and drawn out. Like you know, they don't want to quit singing the song because they're getting all this attention, or they think they're getting this attention. So they drag it out as long as they can possibly drag it. They can drag one word out for five, ten seconds. But let alone to change the lyrics to the national anthem. If this doesn't make your blood boil as a white Christian American, what's it going to take? What is it going to take? This is what these people think of you. The people that we didn't have to take care of. Abraham Lincoln Many may not know this. When Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, he wanted their asses shipped back to Africa. He didn't want them left here. He knew what was going to happen with the race mixing and stuff. So you know what? And this, this makes me think that our forefathers were also Christian identists because they knew that miscegenation was a sin. That's why Abraham Lincoln wanted them sent back to Africa because he knew miscegenation sooner or later would start taking place. And, you know, now in America we have mud sharks uh, popping out uh, mongrels. They're not white. They're not black. You know, not only is it a sin, but it's ignorant to do to the kids because they can't grow up with the black culture and they can't grow up with the white culture. They're, They're mongrels. Is what they are. And uh, then that child isn't going to reach the, um, uh, how do I want to put it, Uh, the academic levels as that child would have if he were all white. Because for some reason, I don't know if it's because it's animal feed, but for some reason the characteristics uh, with a mixed race child always favor more uh, uh, to the black for some reason. Uh, I don't know if it's because the mud sharks are 
uh, having sex with uh, the beasts of the field or uh, why, but uh, that's what happens. Uh, man, it, it's a shame. It's a shame. I, I'm going to end this uh, Tuesday evening show. Uh, I'll be back here on Thursday, July 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio with a new show. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope you tune in uh, Thursday. Uh, look up the show on Truth Social. Truth Social is Donald Trump's version of Twitter. And you'll find True Social on in the Google Play Store. Download it, set up your uh, uh, a profile, and search for the Rust Belt Clansman Show and tap follow. Uh, there on the show page, I have um, press releases from the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, I have um, sermons by Pastor Thomas Robb at the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Uh, the the uh, uh, sermons are there to listen to, uh, show news, um, and I, I'm going to bring this up because I'm not sure this uh, show is even going to air on uh, White Pride Radio. There's some technical difficulties at the moment, and I want to, uh, you know, um, if this isn't on White Pride Radio this week, you know, many people will go to White Pride Radio. The show isn't there, and they figure there wasn't one that week. The show is also on Spotify. You really need to download True Social and follow the Rust Belt Clansman Show, because if there's ever a time that the show isn't going to be on White Pride Radio, and it's only going to air on Spotify, that's where you're going to find that information out. So uh, download True Social. It's simple. And it's simple to sign up an email address. So uh, I do that. That's because if you, if you go to uh, white pride radio sometimes and the show isn't there, it's on Spotify. Uh, and it will return to uh, uh, white pride radio as soon as uh, uh, glitches and things are uh, uh, taken care of. So um, it go anywhere, but you just may not be able to listen to it on white pride radio sometimes. So always, always, if it's not on White Pride Radio, check on Spotify. If uh, you don't see the show on White Pride Radio, all you got to do is jump on your True Social app, look at the show page, and it will tell you why or if the show isn't on uh, White Pride Radio to where you can find it on Spotify. It's, it's on other... Uh, uh, other places too. I haven't Googled it for a while. Uh, the, the show, I, I think it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker, TuneIn, Radio Public. Uh, uh, there was a whole bunch of places it was, and a lot of them booted the show, uh, of course, uh, for telling the truth, uh, what they don't want you to hear. Uh, so it, it was booted from a lot of places, but that doesn't matter. Uh, you know, uh, I've had many shows. Uh, I've been doing the Rust Belt Clans, been here now for probably uh, three years. Uh, before that, I did several other shows. I had uh, Clansman's Corner, uh, Clansman's Corner Quickie, uh, and other shows. They all got the boot, but guess what? If I get the boots from somewhere, they didn't knock me down. I just build back up someplace else. Uh, 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 I always say, don't let them silence you. You know, if, if a place shuts you down, move to a different one. 
move to a different one. Uh, the show should be pretty safe on uh, White Pride Radio. I would say if it gets access from anywhere, uh, it will probably be Spotify, but it will always be uh, on White Pride Radio. And I'll have to look into the other places uh, that the show is because maybe you have those uh, apps uh, on your phone. I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, hopefully, I remember, and I'll look into it uh, for Thursday's show. But download True Social and follow the Rust Belt Clansman Show. Let me know you're out there. If you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, you like the show, you hate the show, uh, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. There you can leave a voicemail or a text message, uh, either or. Uh, so there, there's, there's places to reach the show. Uh, uh, so utilize those. Um, uh, I want to thank Tyler P. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, I don't give out whole names for everybody's safety, but uh, Tyler P., uh, if you're listening, you, uh, you know who you are. I want to thank you for that email. Uh, that email not only um, uh, gave me a boost, you know, uh, to let me know that there are uh, uh, more people listening uh, to the show. Now, I see my stats on Spotify, and uh, they're, the show's doing quite well. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people just aren't into uh, contacting a show, and that's okay. Uh, keep listening. You don't have to contact the show uh, if you don't want to. Um, but you, you, if you do contact the show, know this, that your identity is, uh, the security of your identity is top, top priority here on the show. Uh, you will never, ever be thrown out by name uh, on the Rust Belt Klansman show, uh, which brings me back to Tyler P. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you for your kind words. And thank you uh, for making me realize uh, some things. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. Uh, I think I did. But, uh, you know, you got me to thinking. Uh, I never realized how much uh, religion I bring into the show. Because all the news articles uh, lead back pretty much to God's laws and God's covenants. Uh, where America is going wrong. Uh, and I never realized that. Uh, but it does. And then that got me thinking to, you know, um, a lot of times I will say, like if I'm doing a story about uh, uh, the IQ or something uh, of black people or something, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, black people starving or these non-white starving, and I'll say it's not our fault as white people that they're starving. Uh, by saying fault, that kind of uh, sounds like... Um, we should feel bad, which we definitely should not feel bad. It's not a fault to be one of God's chosen people, the Israelites. Those are our ancestors in the Bible. So it's not a fault to be white. That is something to be very proud of. So, you know, uh, I got to stop saying that. It's not our fault because that makes it sound like uh, we're doing something wrong. And we absolutely are not. Uh, we're gaining traction in America, and uh, our voices are beginning to be heard. So we have to keep the push up. And like I said, don't be like Kid Rock. Don't be like Kid Rock. Don't be in the fight now and tomorrow you change your mind. 
maybe because you had to sacrifice something for our race. Uh, uh, sacrifice. No war was won without sacrifice. Uh, and and you, our freedom isn't free. And we're not going to uh, keep our freedom by just sitting around on our thumbs uh, doing absolutely nothing. So uh, anyhow, uh, uh, thank you again, Tyler, because that had me uh, thinking about some of the things that I uh, say on the show. And again, uh, thank you for your kind words. Uh, Murph, uh, we're going to get to the part of the show that you said uh, I got your email as well, uh, brother. And uh, you said keep up the prayer at the end of the show, and we most definitely uh, are going to do that because uh, we need it. Uh, We definitely need it. Uh, So, uh, Murph, uh, we're getting to your favorite part of the show. Well, maybe not your favorite, but a part you look forward to here, brother. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Lord, I ask you to fill me with the contentment I need to be flexible in any situation I face. You have said that my circumstances may be very fluid, at times enjoying peace and relative prosperity, and at times suffering hunger and poverty. Give me what I need so I will not become attached to the things I enjoy, knowing that the blessings of the next life are far better. In this life the seasons turn, and at times wicked rulers follow good ones, and poor circumstances follow good ones. I need the help of your Holy Spirit to know when to stand by and when to seek refuge, when to speak out, and when to hold my peace. You orchestrate the circumstances of the world to bring about your desired effects. Help me to act appropriately in every season, for you will initiate the season to full restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, and, you know, we do experience, uh, we all have highs and lows in our life. And sometimes it may be hard, but you have to realize that uh, when we are uh, troubled with uh, things, you know, we may not enjoy or we find uncomfortable, this is building our uh uh, building us to be more Christ-like. Uh, take a sword, for example. A beautiful sword. That sword just didn't happen. You know, uh, uh, you didn't take, just take a piece of steel, stick a handle on it, and all of a sudden it's a beautiful sword. That sword is tested by fire and beat upon to take the shape of a sword. So, you know, even something as simple as a sword goes through fire and and at times of beating to become what it is. And uh, this is um, uh, how God shapes our attitudes to be more Christ-like. Uh, with that, I'm going to close out the show. Like I said, I will be here two evenings from now again, uh, Thursday, July 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern with a new The Rust Belt Clansman show. 
I hope you enjoyed this show, and I hope you tune in again Thursday evening. As always, from the Rust Belt Clansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Yeah, it died.